Welcome everyone to Square Circle Rewind Podcast. I'm your host Jesse and I will be joined shortly by Dave and Ben. Today for episode 150, we are reviewing ECW November to Remember 1997 with the main event of Shane Douglas versus Bam Bam Bigelow for the ECW title. As always, we'll have Body Slam and some beneficial facts and we'll give our thoughts and musings on the matches and our scores and awards at the end of the show. Enjoy! Alright, so this week there's really nothing to talk about or touch base on in regards to like news, reactions. Top, we didn't do a top five, we didn't ask for a top five. So please, fans, give us one. <laughs> for next week. Our creativity is not really good right now. It's done. <laughs> it's 150 episodes. We can't so, do it anymore. Yeah, uh, thanks. That's yeah. been Body Slam this week. <laughs> Let's hear some beneficial this, facts. This is episode 150. Mm-hmm. 150. And it's this piece of shit we have to review for. That is yep. right. So, having said that, <laughs> ECW November to Remember 1997 took place at the Golden Dome in Mon- Monaca, Pennsylvania, in front of 4,634 fans. The, the tagline big- is... Joy <laughs> <laughs> Joyce said it was the biggest house ever. Said it like a million times. <laughs> Up until... He knows, he knows what I'm going to be touching on. He knows. He knows. Um, so the tagline is, meh, it's November, and don't bother to remember this event in November. November? November. Okay. <laughs> uh, was anybody else driven insane by looking at the November to remember sign and looking at the V and the B and thinking they're the exact same fucking thing with the, like how they did the italics? Did you notice that? No. Drove me batty. The entire page. Oh, shit. Was- I have five. Yeah, actually. No. <laughs> I noticed it, and it bothered the shit out of me. It that was, bothered the that shit bothered out of you me. out of everything in this on this show. Oh no, there's other things, okay. but that that bothered me. Okay, so commentary is done by Joey Styles and only Joey Styles, and did a bang up job on my dad. Um, remember, November '97 did a pay per view buy rate of zero point two zero with. 40,000 pay-per-view buys with a live gate of $103,900, which is... That's not bad. It's not bad, actually. An ECW attendance for a pay-per-view would not surpass 4,000 fans again until August 2nd, 1998 for ECW Heat Wave 1998. Out of 21 pay-per-views ECW provided from 97 until 2001, nine of the pay-per-views out of the 21 had an attendance... surpassing 4,000 fans. When it was all said and done, this event turned out to be the fourth largest crowd in ECW history once ECW folded in 2001. ECW would only surpass a live gate of 200,000 one time. Anarchy Rules 1997. Dark match results were Chris Chetty and Spike Dudley defeated... Aaron O'Grady and Paul Diamond in unknown time. And uh, now that I've reached for everything and anything I can <laughs> to make myself sound as interesting as I possibly can, here's five things that happened in wrestling history on November 30th. In 1979, in Tokushima, Japan, Antonio Inoki defeated Bob Backlund to win the WWF Championship. Inoki would then vacate the title after a rematch one week later, with the match ending in a no contest, 
because of interference by Tiger Jeet Singh. In December of that year, Bob Ackland would regain the title defeating, uh, defeating Bobby Duncan in a Texas death match. Inoki had been recorded as never actually winning the WWF title. What was the point? I was just going to ask that. I'm like, I don't remember ever recall him being... No. And it's, it's never been like recorded spanky. that he was actually officially ever the champion. So like, what the... F- what was the point? It's like Anoki sp- can't lose in Japan is probably the big thing. It's like when Spanky yeah. won the world championship and then they restarted the match and didn't count it. Yeah, he did that to Jericho too. Yeah, Jericho it happened to Jericho. Yep. yep. In 1998, Big Boss Man defeated Mankind in a ladder match to win the hardcore title on Raw in Baltimore. On Monday Nitro, that same evening... Um, uh, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, Conan defeats Chris Jericho to win the WCW TV title. And on that same Nitro, Bret Hart defeated Diamond Dallas Page to win the United States title. All right, peeps. Time for birthdays on November 30th for wrestlers. Naomi and Christian. I was not suspecting Christian would be on that list. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even hear the peeps. <laughs> there are more, no more peeps. No more peeps. There are no, there are Can't no stand peeps, peeps whatsoever. Marshmallows? Ugh. Okay, so uh, let's just get to this uh, dog shit uh, pay-per-view we're going to cover. And these have been your beneficial facts this week. Our first match of the evening is Tommy Rogers facing Chris Candido. And the match ends in a no contest at 13 minutes and 20 seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? What I love the most about this was that this was simple, old-fashioned textbook wrestling. Yes. And this is exactly how ECW should start pay-per-views. Just get the fans into the wrestling aspect. Start nice and simple. I did not care for the fans booing this match. I thought they were tools for doing that. Not tools of the night, but they were fucking tools for doing that. It's like, it's wrestling. It's they're in the wrestling. toolbox. Like they're in the toolbox. But it's not extreme wrestling. That's the problem, you see. Oh, we'll it's not championship because there's no title on the line, right? That's right. Wrestling. <laughs> you now you're supposed to go W, but it was wrestling. Yes. So I thought these two were very uh, good together. <laughs> He's like, how the fuck do I go with this? <laughs> they had good uh, chemistry together, good flow. I loved Joey Styles' pun on Candido's. Uh, Sunny disposition. Yes, yes. <laughs> he even said he's like, "Ah, oh, that was a low blow." My Come bad. on, he knew I was gonna go there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. He was like, "Oh, Joey." Uh, Love the Huracaranas by both Rogers and Candido in the match. Um, it was smooth, solid wrestling to start the show. Loved it. Um, I gave that portion a B. All right, Dave. Okay, chain wrestling and good timing. Here we go. Yes. I was not expecting this. This is very rare for ECW. Yeah, I was like... for the rest of the card. I was like, <laughs> I'm digging this. Uh, and then the fans started chanting boring, and I'm like, really, guys? Yeah, those guys they're, are losers. For they're you actually know. doing what you, well, what I thought you paid for, no. which is wrestling, no. but we all find out later on what they really they, paid they for. They paid for match number seven. Yeah, so that drove me bonkers, and at this point, I'm like, yeah, this is why I don't like ECW. And there's why traditional exactly shit on this promotion. And when you're a younger mindset at this time, I was 11. So when I started watching ECW on Fridays on TNT, mm-hmm, I think I was I think I was 12 because it happened shortly after this, right? Yeah, yeah, not no, long after. No, so, so 12 yeah. or 13, roughly. I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I was young and stupid back then. Yeah. 
now that I'm older, you're older wiser. I'm a, I'm still stupid, <laughs> but I'm just not as stupid as I was. There. And then I was like, we're never as stupid as we no. Can. We're we're still <laughs> I, I probably will progressively get worse. Is what Ben's trying to say. Yeah. But uh, the night, the, the spot in the match for me was the suplex reversal to the outside by uh, yeah by Tommy Rogers. Yeah. Where he suplexed Candido because that move is always like, oh, this is gonna go bad. And it's have two and, experts and, and professionals doing it. It looks very good. And for the for the most part, anytime we've seen that spot, it doesn't go well. No, it, like you one guy gets think, like hung up on the ropes. He's like, ah, it hurts. Okay, what just, was that one? I think it was, yeah, the one guy where he just like planked on the top <laughs> rope. Yeah, like, I don't seconds. remember. But the, the the number one thing for me is the person taking it. I automatically assume their knees are going to cave in, or like their ankles going to be fractured. But they yeah. did very well. I gave the match a B. I really loved it. I gave the match a C. Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> You're probably booing it too. Yeah, I was booing it. I was like, I wait the crowd. Boo. From the kitchen, boo, boo. Uh, Lance Storm and Jerry Lynn come down, and the match goes right off the fucking rails. <laughs> and then the ref turns it into a tag team match, uh, which brings us to our next match, which is Tommy Rogers and Jerry Lynn facing Lance Storm and Chris Candido. And Candido and Storm win by pinfall at 3 minutes and 23 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts on this little short little... Okay, so Candido's no-sells a low blow. And then hits a powerbomb clothesline combo. What the hell just happened? Where did this this B-level wrestling go? I'm like, oh, because he's an ECW. But I was like, you legit got kicked to the nuts. And you no-sold it. Because Sonny has not seen so I was like, okay. Don't, don't uh, and then he hits the blonde bombshell, which is his top rope power bomb. That looks so and good, but it's so dangerous. It's ah. scary to watch, but Candido protects them so well. Yes. Like, I actually prefer watching his top rope power bomb than Nash's jackknife sometimes. Where, oh, yeah. Nash is like, Nash is like go. be with you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see him go to a praying pose as yeah. the guy's falling. Or actually, another good example is a border toss from Hernandez. Oh, that. like that guy and his power bomb. Oh my god! But this—he looks so per- he protects them so well. Um, this portion I gave a C. I did enjoy it. Still, it did entertain me. I, I love watching Jerry Lynn work and Storm. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a C. I enjoyed it. Ben, okay. Um, <laughs> the commentary spot where um, uh, Joey Styles uh, references Jerry Lynn working in uh, WCW. He wrestled under his. Uh, his first and last name initials, Mr. JL. He wore a mask. They fooled everybody. <laughs> I laughed my <laughs> ass off when he said that. Just lost my shit. Like, there's few things that make me actually laugh out loud that just made me pop. The only comment I remember <laughs> from, from that match was him talking about why Lance Storm's in the triple threat. It's because Sonny said he, he fills out the tights quite nicely. And she ain't, ta- she ain't talking about his thigh muscles, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I, that, I chuckled on that one. I was like, oh shit, okay. okay I, to kind of go on um, what Dave said about the uh, the blonde bombshell, the top row powerbomb, it looks cool, but it's dangerous. It, you can't do it to everybody either. No. Yes. That's, that's that's what kind of that's uh, a problem downrates it. That's the problem as a finisher. Oh, you mean like him himself, Chris Candido can't yeah, do it? Yeah, he can't do it. Oh, I think he meant like... He, not everybody can do it. I'm like, yeah, my well, Dawson tries to do it, do it either, but it doesn't go well. In every match that Chris Candido does, he can't... Like, if he wrestles the Sandman, do you see the Sandman taking that bump? No. Yes. Actually, you know Which what? Actually, there needs to be a TikTok would. video 
of him actually executing that to Sam. I, I would say he probably like Sandman would take it. Sandman would like end up fucking like himself up or something. <laughs> He'd try to land on his feet and blow at his knee. He'd but Sandman was arms around the process. Yeah. Uh, but like he couldn't do it to Bad Bad Bigelow. Oh, like God. Bad Bad ain't doing that shit. No. You know? So you're right uh, about that. But like guys like Lil Guido, he probably could. Yeah. Yeah, that's how the ring. Yeah, so fucking small. But uh, I gave this portion of the match a C. Everybody, I thought was still pretty solid in this, and uh, yeah, good start. I also gave it a C. The guys didn't stop in this. Like, I know yeah. it only went like three minutes, like technically, but Candido and Rogers had already gone thirteen minutes. Wasn't wasted time. Yeah, and they just like kept on going, and and I almost felt bad for the ref because like I'm pretty sure he lost like ten pounds trying to Probably. trying to ref that fucking match because they were going. Uh, Candido hits a Northern Lights suplex on Rogers to win. That was a really weird good. finish. Yeah. I, well, why isn't the blonde After all barber the high finish? spots we saw in yeah. the Big Impact Moves mm. as Northern Lights suplex? That was going to be one of my notes, too. If uh, the blonde bombshell isn't uh, the finish What did I call Did I not say bombshell? Did I say bomber? No, uh, blonde bomb. I'm going to pass that. I okay, I said blonde bomber. My bad. But if you do that, it doesn't end the match. Doesn't that kind of downgrade the power bomb? He said the too? butt last week, so I think you're okay. Well, I, I called Slapjack <laughs> Slapdick. You did so. do that. I was like, who? He's like, Slap... Jack. Slapjack. Kink, my question about the Powerbomb. Yes. Does that not downgrade the Powerbomb? Yes. If yes. it doesn't end the match? Yes. Okay. But it's also ECW. So, like, every finisher in ECW is downgraded. Isn't ECW. It? ECW. Like, the most powerful <laughs> fucking finisher in the company is the in, is the Belly to Belly by Shane Douglas. Uh, no, it's actually the schoolboy. Get to that, that school, boy. I sure did. Boy. <laughs> Next match, Just Incredible. Great name. Like I like it's so it's so simple, but I love it. Uh, facing Mikey Whipwreck. Not as good of a name. Uh, Whipwreck wins by pinfall at seven minutes and fifteen seconds. Ben, what were your thoughts? My fiance th- saw the name Just Incredible, and she's like, seriously. <laughs> Oh, Did you tell her that Jesse I, thinks this is a I great name? Come on, <laughs> come on! Look um, at him; he's incredible. Just it's like Hugh Morris. <laughs> Humorous. <gasps> I just got it. Just like General Erection. <laughs> Wait, I don't get that one. Wolf. <laughs> Can you please elaborate that one? question if you have one um, <laughs> we're really uh playing up to the not family friendly portion yes. of our of our disclaimer hey, hey, at least we're not liars <laughs> um wasn't a fan of um credible's corner turnbuckle spot he does he kind of bumped his ass into it like he tried to do that uh, uh somersault rick flair spot oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah it wasn't very good. smooth um whipwreck's ring post his scissor was pretty sweet I actually like that. Uh, Credible threw a pretty good missile drop kick. Are you talking about the one when he was sitting? Like when Whipwreck was sitting on the mat? Yeah. 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 Credible almost looked like he floated for a second. Did hesitation. you guys notice that? Yeah, hesitation yeah. drop kick. I love that. Yeah, and, and like it looks so smooth. I was like, God damn, man. For reference, Chris Satan does a lot. And his look really good, too. Yeah. I love Joey Styles just running down Jason. <laughs> just running into <laughs> shitting on him every chance he got. I love it. Uh, didn't waste a moment with that. Uh, nice top rope sunset flip by Credible, I thought. It was very credible. It was. It was just incredible. Uh, <laughs> decent Huracurana by Whipwreck off the top rope. 
I I've seen only a couple matches with Mikey Whipwreck. I was never really impressed, but this he, he actually stepped up in this. I thought. Um, I like the top rope whipper snapper that he does. That yeah, which is the top rope stunner. Stunner, yeah. No, top rope disco stunner. Oh, I'm sorry. Disco That's stunner. That's the chart buster then. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the finish was unique. Not horrible. Um, I've seen a lot worse. I gave it a C. Oh, you're going to see a lot you're worse. Gonna oh, see it's coming. <laughs> Dave, four notes. I There was a move that Justin did that was really incredible. That uh, it was a, a swinging face breast, thing, swinging face buster. The way you explained it was yeah. not incredible. No, no. Mm. He said the butt. Let me alone. <laughs> it was a swinging face buster. I thought that was really cool. Uh, beautiful sunset flip powerbomb from the second turnbuckle by Justin. Because that there's so many ways that that can go wrong. Yes. And it went so well. It went incredibly well. Um, I also really loved the finish because it was unique. Ugh. You know, he was it incredible. He, uh, no. No, just unique. It was amazingly incredible. Just unique. <laughs> I would almost say it's more like whippy. Yeah. Like that's me. I just thought, I thought it was funny how they used the manager in with the finish. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it just, it made the heels look like, oh, we fucked up. Yeah, it, like, it made I, it I look like it. tools. And to reference what Ben said later on, when I started liking Mikey was when he was working with Tajiri. That's where I started liking Mikey a lot. See, I never saw a lot yeah, of those matches. That, so that's where he like showcases his underdog character. Uh, overall, I gave it a C. I also gave the match a C. Whipwreck wins with the whippersnapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, after it's Jason, actually very after Jason me. bumps into Credible on the top rope and nuts him. So you know, <laughs> sure. What's a nut shot in ECW? But like you said, Dave, it played into the finish and made the heels look dumb. Yep. Which that's kind of the heels' job, you know. Uh, next match we got is for the television title. We got Pitbull number two facing Taz. Taz is the champ going in, and he retains by submission at one minute and twenty nine seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts? I like the kneeling powerbomb by Pitbull number two on Taz. Yeah, that was nice because Taz's back landed the exact same time as Pitbull's knees. So I was like, that was nice. I thought it was a really good squash. To be honest, I gave it a C. That Mister Wright. All the characters called Mr. Right. Like, what, what the fuck? Huh? Uh, well, during the introduction, they were saying uh, Pitbull number two being accompanied by Mr. Right. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, but another what? manager's named Jason, and another manager is named. Uh, okay, his name's Jason. Yeah. Fine, but Mr. Right? What the fuck? It's like Mr. Perfect, but Mr. Right. Yeah. It's right all the time. Well, that's wrong. Yeah. Um, Mr. Right. Okay. Not a fan of Pitbull 2. The powerbomb was fine, that Dave alluded to. That was good. Every Tazplex was fucking awesome. The Taz mission was even better. And everything Taz does in this match is just awesome. I fucking you, love Taz. Because you hate Pitbull number two. No, I just love Taz. <laughs> but I love Taz. And I gave the match a C. It was a good, just... Squash. It was a good old... Taz just beating the fucking piss out of the guy. I also gave the match a C. A lot of times we've seen with squash matches, especially in ECW, they're sloppy. Like, the guy that, that's either, like, getting squashed is just getting thrown around like a ragdoll, and there's, like, no concern for the guy's safety. Um, and it's just, like, there's mistimed spots, and eventually the fucking thing ends because the guy that's going over is like, okay, hey, fuck this, I'm done with you, and that's it. This was actually a well-done squash. You know, Pitbull got his couple moves in, um, and then Taz throws, Taz plexes 
like nobody's business and, get, and uses the uh, Taz mission to win. Pimple number two, was he the one that faced Shane Douglas in that yes. long main event? Okay, so that one went 25 minutes. This one went a minute 29. I prefer Pimple a minute 29 matches. That's me. So that was good. Next match is a four-way dance for the tag team titles. We got the FBI, who are the champions, facing the Dudley Boys, facing Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten. I don't know what the fuck their tag team name is. Like, is the Rotten Balls. The no. chair swinging freaks. Thank you. I no, I call them rot- Rotten Balls. That's what I call them. And then New Jack and Cronus, which were referred to as the Gangstonators. Yes, they were. So, anybody out there that wants to shit on WWE for putting two names together because because you think it's stupid, you can blame Paul Heyman for this. Because he's the first one that I think did it. Yes. Now you're not looking so bad on, on the FBI. Are you? Sorry? So now you're looking too negative for the my name, Born Phenomenal. That's right. Yeah, uh, the FBI went at 14 minutes and 32 seconds uh, in a four-way dance. It's an elimination match, just so uh, we are all aware. Would you like me to give who gets eliminated first? Or? Sure. Okay. I don't fucking care. Well, the first ones out are the Gangstonators after right. Bubba eliminates Cronus with a Bubba Cutter. And after we hear a song for fucking 20 That's right. Then Bubba gets... Powder in his eye and hits a 3D on Devon with Balls Mahoney. <laughs> then, then, then Balls pins Devon, so the Dudleys are out. I don't know why I'm laughing. It was awful. <laughs> well, if you actually just replay it in your head what you're saying, that's probably why. Uh, and Guido, balls pins uh, Devon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guido re- rolls up Balls. Guido, not Guido. What did I, I say? Guido? Little Guido. Guido. Little Guido. Great. Guido. We, have a, we have a new name. Oh, fuck. Fine, Tommy Rich rolls up Balls Mahoney. <laughs> How about that, motherfucker? <sighs> Guido rolls up Balls to win the match. And there we go. Ben, what were your thoughts? Okay, between watching this and having to talk about it, I'm going to need therapy. Um, well, well, well. Joel Gertner needs to ring announce every match everywhere. Does he? Because <laughs> I fast-forwarded. What's that? What? Wait. Yeah. That was the only good thing about the match. If you had to pick between Michael Buffer and Joel Gertner to, to die a match, and you had to, got into your head. Okay, is it a match I have to watch? Yes. Fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> the catch is, if, if they can just go whatever, not to watch the match, either way. No, no, you're watching. Which one are you choosing? Oh, my God. It's like choosing the current like president. I know, but you hate Buffer, you hate Gertner, you gotta choose. No, dude, why is why are you just choosing Gertner? I don't, cause I hate them both. I can't stand Gertner. I've never what? liked them. Like he went on for like four minutes. Yeah, and I was like really. Bound and jacked. It's just <laughs> we we give Buffer a hard time because he takes forever, but Gertner goes. I, I like okay. yeah, Gertner's. I like Buffer. Oh, what? I do. I do. You hate Gertner. You oh Jesus Christ! I, I like Buffer outside of wrestling. I think I think Buffer gets a bad rap because I think you got to realize he's not coming up with the script. He's handing cue cards and he's getting paid <laughs> to say this. And the court and, and he's probably reading them and he's like the king of Hulkamania. All right, <laughs> fuck it. He okay. is Hulkamania, but sure, sure. Okay, you, how much you paying me for this? Sure, I'll do whatever the fuck you want. What do you want me to wear? I don't care. 
So, you know... Uh, motorcycle hat, I'll wear this motorcycle hat. You're yeah, 250000 Okay! Okay! So... So, <laughs> so you haven't chosen. Who are you choosing? I figure if I just ignored it... No! We would eventually forget No! Buffer. Okay. Ben, keep keep on. So I think Joel Gertner should just re-announce every single match everywhere. For four fucking yeah. five minutes, okay. I'm very happy we know more about CTE today. I uh, wish they knew more about it back then. I yeah, really do. Yeah. Considering two of the match have passed away and diagnosed with CTE. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Did I just, like, ruin the mood? I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, it's... It's really, it's really a shame. It really is. Yeah. They knew then what we know now. Like, ah, would like, they have changed? Probably not. No. Who's to say? Yeah. We we know the shit now, and you can still watch CZW, and they're still doing crazy yeah. shit. So they're like, still around. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing any shows during the the pandemic, but they were around last year. Oh my goodness. No. It was a clusterfuck of a match before New Jack arrived. The fuck's and with the music? Then, and then it was just dog shit once New Jack arrived. And no Joey Styles, you can't make more dick jokes than you made during this match. Mm-hmm. Um, um, fuck. Nice 450 by Cronus. Yes. Really good. Everything New Jack does is shitty and dangerous. Yes. Um, I do... I, I, I can't help myself, but I chuckle. Before he swings the guitar, he pretends to play it. And I chuckle every time he does no. that. I, like, no. He's awful, but every time he's like... No, and then he, a, like, hits no, him. Every idiot. time, I'm just like, hee! Little Guido's... Guido! Corner turnbuckle spot was actually sickening to watch by Bubba, where he just watches him in there. Yeah. Gotta kill him. Yep. They could have killed him. Like, the way his head hit that, I was just... I jolted back when I saw that. Um, I did like the spot where Bubba 3D's Devon blind. That was good. That was good. There were some little silver lines Was it that last pay-per-view when... Uh... Uh... Bubba had had an arm ringer and Devon was taking it and... Yep. You know? The Dudleys are good for that, for hitting each other with moves. That's some good stuff, you know? No, I can't. Well, actually, no, I can't. Not with that little Guido spot in the corner. I can't say that the Dudleys were, you know, flawless in this match because they weren't. Um, page two. And that's the finish after all that pile of shit that they had to dig through. That was the finish. Mm-hmm. A fucking schoolboy roll up to win. Most powerful move in sports entertainment. They hit each other with cars. They pretty much shot each other, and a roll-up wins the match. Yeah. Fucking F. Or fuck this shit. (laughs) Dave? Now that brings some positivity to this. Okay. And then I'll go right back to negativity. I was going to say, are you Um, just going to pause for a second and then go right back? Yeah, basically. Big superplex by Bubba on the balls. Fine. It was nicely done. Fine. 450? Nicely done. Now that's out of the way. The music. Testify, Dave. Yes. 
Why was their music playing the whole match until New know. Jack was eliminated? I yeah. don't know. And it wasn't the whole match because because New Jack. That's why I said until New Jack was eliminated. No, but they didn't even come out at first because it was a three way dance at first. That's why I was confused. Like, I was like, in the middle of the match. And then and then when they come out, the music hits and then it stays. What? It's like, did that happen on a live broadcast, or is that edited in because there's a lot of swearing happening? I don't know. Yeah. It was very, very awkward because I'm like, it's the same lyrics repeated over yeah. and over. And again. I can't, and I, I, I can't hear Joy Styles. Can't Can hear Joy Styles. Can't hope, hear the fans. But anyway, nonetheless, this match is clarity to why I'm glad that the current situation with wrestling is they ban chair shots to the head. Yes. Because well, like everything I said, two of the participants in this match passed away and were diagnosed with CTE. Yeah. And. It leads you to, to be like, how many more are there? Yeah. Given this time in wrestling, and I guess up until they banned the chair shots, how many more are we just waiting for? Mm-hmm. Like, it's so alarming to realize, okay, China had her brain donated for research. Ashton Massaro has hers. Mick Foley, Jeff Hardy, and Mark Henry has said they want to donate theirs. And it's like, it's scary to think like, Back in the day, this is what the fans wanted in ECW. They wanted carnage. And now, fast forward 20 years later, the people that they were cheering for getting hit in the head with chairs have passed away. Yeah. And it's like, did, did the fans really want this? Yeah. Because I didn't. Like, whenever we were reviewing ECW, I had to, like, prepare myself mentally. Okay, I'm going to see things I don't want to see. And this is exactly why. So I'm glad that we're in a position now where they're taking the security and the safety first for the most part, there are some changes that need to be made still. Mm-hmm. There's no talking about this because it's not really what talking about in the match. It's just a whole bunch of shit going on. And I'm like, it's hard to have interest in the match because A, there's just so much stuff happening. I can't hear anything, but I can sure see all the nastiest bumps like little Guido took on the turnbuckle that I've been Guido. mentioned. It's Guido. I thought it was Guido. It's Guido. I fucked it. What? Okay. I fucked it up. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I saw that spot. It's like, like Stephen Ray. And I think the biggest reason why I'm gonna say, I think the keep talking, Dave. I'm just gonna conduct a little experiment when you're when you're finished your point. There. How much noise you can fucking make? I'm yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nobody can see, but ben, there's, there's not much. There's not really much to really describe when all you hear is for like ten minutes as the freaking music's playing. It doesn't really go into much science there. Oh jeez! So like there was just there was just too much stuff going on that you couldn't pay attention to anything. And at the end of the match, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. As long as the match is over, that's all I care about. Because this match was atrocious, and surprisingly enough, I gave it an F. I also gave this match an F. This is a goddamn mess. Uh, what I don't like. Can we give a Can we give a Mark worse than an F and M for mess? <laughs> what I don't like about ECW, and I really try to. Is it New Jack? No, I, I try to grade. Like a WW, like each each promotion has their own unique style. I try to not judge ECW how I judge WWE because it's a different brand of wrestling entirely. I really try. But when you're hitting each other with fucking chairs just for the sake of hitting each other with chairs and there's no psychology at all to it, it drives me batty. And to me, it's very juvenile. 
It's, hey, watch us fucking kill each other. And and you're going to cheer because we're killing each other. You know? And, like, even, like, the Joel Gertner stuff at the beginning. Like, it's so fucking juvenile. Like. So, it, it, it like, makes you wonder, like, at this time. I wonder, I wonder if I'm going to feel the same way about Val Venus, too. Like, like, when I was, like, at that age, when it was all going on, I thought he was, like, king shit because he's out there with the porn stars. But. I wonder now if I get to watch it and be like, fuck, this is, this is awful. You know, like I, I really like wonder. Like shit? Yeah. Choppy, choppy, you know, wee wee. Just all his puns and stuff. Like, I don't know if I'm going to, I'm going to get enjoyment out of it like I did when I was a teenager. Probably not. Probably not. And that's kind of how I feel with, with this. Like, like Dave said, like when you're watching as a kid, you're like, oh shit, they're hitting each other with chairs. This is crazy. And now you watch it and you get, and you're like, fuck, this is dumb. Like, there's no sense to this. The the spot that drove me fucking batty, and he got my tool of the night for this, just because it was so fucking awful, was that, I believe it was, Tommy Rich was laying on... Uh, yeah, so Tommy Rich takes a, uh, um, guitar. A, a guitar shot, and he, he sells it like a fucking fool. And then he just, pat, he just lands on the ring. And then Bubba walks up and kind of, like, uses his boot and he like pushes him over just like a foot and then he turns and looks at I think it's New Jack up at the top and he's like you ready? Okay cool and I'll just stand here and look at you as you come down and hit me with a, another guitar that he got or some shit and I'm just like what the fuck? <laughs> like now you're just doing spots just for the sake of doing spots like it's not like you're even surprised with this so Bubba Ray got my tool tonight just because of that spot because it bothered me fucking greatly i knew sandman was gonna be shit that that's like whatever i was so surprised that bubba ray would make that kind of spot look so fucking transparent that we're just going from like they're spot monkeys is what they are like i hate to say it but that's what they are they're glorified stuntmen and this fucking shit was awful f fuck it i thought you didn't give it an a and just to kind of, <laughs> yeah just kind of um keep going with what you're saying like I judge ECW, the stupid shit that ECW does, like, I just go, why? That's why I'm so critical. Because, I mean, WCW has the Zodiac and Kevin Sullivan having their freaking shit matches. Hey, we we have shit on those guys, too. But, I can't believe I'm going to be defending these two right now, but at least their story go somewhere whether it's yes. stupid or at least it goes somewhere and it's a dumb fucking story it but, is but but it has a point yes whether you like it or not it's a whole different story yeah but ECW shit like the guitars like Tommy Rich taking the uh, why yeah like and, why and he was split where right is open. this going that, he, he gushed hard way and I'm like what how did that help the match like looking at it right now ECW was basically Fans were being invited to watch people get hurt. Yeah, that's it, all it was. It was for real. It was like Rome days. It was. It was morbid. I'm, like I'm, it's morbid to like you go. You're, you're paying money, and the fans that are going there, that's all they want to see. You know, you mentioned in the first match that Candido and Rogers are having a good wrestling match, and the fans are chanting "boring" because that's not what they want. There's no violence. There's not. There's not enough violence. You know, and it's just like, what the fuck, you guys? And like, to be completely honest with you, if I was an ECW superstar now, retired, but was back then, and I realized these fans didn't really care about me. No, 
They just care about how bad I got my ass kicked. Yeah. And that's from like today that they said, oh, East W was this and East W was that. It was great at this. Guys, the fans didn't care about you. They just care about you getting your ass ECW, kicked for them. ECW was innovative. They brought... Because they... They no, but they brought like they've had some matches where they bring in chairs and that, and it's not all about the chairs. It fits within the thing. RVD, like the next match we're gonna talk about, the flag match. RVD and Tommy Dreamer, the weapons are used to further the story within the match. They're not just used just because they're weapons. They're used to further the story. So that match I'm okay with because the weapons made sense. This match, the four-way dance, the weapons were just there because that's what we're going to fucking do. Okay. <laughs> why? You know, why? Anyways, next match is a flag match, is what they term it. Hmm. Uh, flag, but the flags aren't on a pole, so I don't understand. I was confused the, the whole flag match. match. But it's Rob Van Dam carrying, carrying the WWF banner, facing Tommy Dreamer, who is carrying the ECW banner. And the match ends in a no contest at 16 minutes and 2 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts? So there was a chair shot by Dreamer on RVD on the guardrail, and it cracked me up. It was a plastic chair. So there was no sound to it. But then it, but then it gushed RVD open really good. Yeah. I was like, okay, so it didn't sound like it hurt, but, but it, it did. It did. Got it. I love the DT from the top rope spot that mm-hmm. Dreamer does on RVD. Because he protected RVD so well, yep. and RVD sold it even better. And this is my favorite pile driver sell of all time. Oh my yes. god! Right? Where was, RVD went as high as he is tall, basically. Yes. <laughs> he, like, Tommy Dreamer hits him with the pile driver, and RVD springs up, like <laughs> using his head as a spring to sell it. It was and like this is amazing. I kind of wish that does he, does he still even have a hard camera? To be honest. I don't think they do. Think if they, they do, they don't ever use it. I was going to say, they have one camera. Yeah. So I guess like, you would call it a Those other angles were driving me nuts. I kind of wish that when RVD sold that, they had a camera facing Dreamer's face. Because his face probably was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? Is that doing? the finish? Like, are we done? Yeah. It should have been. Uh, I give match a C. Considering what we just saw before. Yes. I could have given an A+, plus, to be honest yeah, with you. I gave it a C. You, you grade on a curve, for sure. The, the last match... Definitely dictates how you feel going into the next one. I get that. Ben, what were your thoughts? Okay, I changed my mark because if I gave it the same mark as the For last the match, ads? then I'm... Com- it's not comparable. Okay. So I gave it a D. Okay. Okay. Sweet singlet by RVD. I like that springboard sidekick off the guardrail by RVD. That was pretty sweet. I like the leaping leg drop over the top rope into the ring by RVD. That was pretty sweet. Um, I'm not understanding how you can continuously have pressure on top of a walking cast with a broken heel, though, like uh, Tommy Dreamer has. He's constantly, like, putting pressure on the heel, like, getting up and stuff. It's like, should you really be using that leg if it's as injured as he says he is? Painkillers, buddy. He's not feeling it. Could have snuck in some morphine. Oh, true. yeah. Um, you know he's hopped up in all kinds of shit to get through that match. But at least Dreamer sells his heel, kind of. Yep. Um, the broken heel psychology... Eh, it could have been a little more believable mm-hmm. to me. Um, love the split spot with the spike DDT by Dreamer. Whew, that was sweet. 
Um, okay. What is with the Jeff Jones bullshit? With Jeff the uh, Jones. the referee that kept Jeff, oh okay. What is with that bullshit? I have no clue. And he had he had he's like FBI obviously. Oh, I was gonna say because he had green popping out, so he's obviously FBI. Uh, but they don't reveal it. But they're not revealing it. But did you notice that like underneath his ref shirt, he had a green shirt. He had a oh. green shirt. I did not know. And yeah. like I immediately thought like FBI, but then Joey Styles wasn't explaining it, and I was like, so this ref just comes in. And yeah, that end was fucking chaotic. Like with, with nut shots, Beulah's nut shotting, fucking Furnace and Lafon are there. Like, it's like, what, what the fuck what, is going what, on? After that, shit just started going, okay, I'm done with this. Like, you, RBD and Tommy Dreamer at least were, te- you know, saying, a, not saying, telling a story. Yep. But then all that calamity happens. Uh, so, Jeff Joe nut shots. Dreamer. Big dreamer yep. and then Dreamer nutshots Beulah. I don't fucking... It's hard to even... Like, what's the chronological order of the nutshots here? So, ref gets knocked... Ref A gets knocked down. Who's ref A? The first ref. Okay. Because because the... It's the like opponent B with B. Yeah, the, the <laughs> FBI ref was not in the match at first. The ref gets knocked down, which I don't understand in ECW. There's no fucking rules. Why are you having refs getting knocked out? Ugh. Anyways... Then, then FBI ref be awake when they do the schoolboy finishes. That's right. FBI ref hits a uh, hits a uh, low blow. The Beulah comes in and hits a terrible low blow by her. Yeah. Um, did she low blow uh, Alfonso too? Yeah, she yes. low blows Alfonso on the side of his leg. I, I loved I loved the setup though because Bill Alfonso like spreads his legs nice and wide. So and she's she still. Well, you know she's trying. She's <laughs> trying new things. I've never done this before. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what happened. But yeah, it, that end was quite clusterfucky. And then the two refs finish. double DDT yes. the freaking other <laughs> FBI. I'm yeah, just, right? What the fuck? Why right? is that helping the match? It the, just shows how stupid these fans are. But, them. but... They got the pop from the crowd. And is that not what wrestling's about? They're idiots, though. I know! Did you see what these <laughs> fans were but popping you, at? But you play to your crowd. Oh, no, fuck that. I'm saying for us, it ain't great. But for that crowd there, they fucking loved it. And All 4,000 like, of them. You can't you can't argue with that pop. That C-T-E! 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 When the rest of the double DDT, that was a great pop. The fucking guy, the, the crowd went nuts. It's pretty bad that Stupid the biggest shit. pop of that match was the refs. Yes, DDT, and that, that is bad because Dreamer and RVD had a good match yep. up, yeah, they up until the finish. They had a good match. Stupid and fans. And then they're <laughs> Beulah is like doing like like two counts. I'm it like, led to a beautiful shot. Okay, <laughs> says you. Um, says me. I, I know. I just. <laughs> um, fuck. Thank you for repeating that, Dave. Fucking shit. Rewind. <laughs> Says me. Says me. It's a new shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com. Says me. Says, Says me. me. <laughs> I, hope you, I hope you spell it like S-E-Z. <laughs> Says me. Um, It'd be S-E-Z. But, Says me. Like, Says me. Why Why were Furnace and Lafon in this again? I don't know. Do they still have the WWF? I was going to say, because the WWF brand was yeah. being represented here. To yeah. the point that they had to like blur it out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, Lafon and Furnace, I'm like, really? My wife made a good point, because she was watching the match with me. And she's like, I thought they were allowed to use WWF. And I'm like, I bet you that... Well, later on, they find out that Vince was actually eating. 
But you stub you later on. How do if you, you go and look back at old? Pick on up on this though. So if you bought a DVD back in like yes, yes. two thousand five or whatever, they this. blurred it all out, right? Yeah. Then they they took it all away. I bet you they didn't even check the ECW feed because they're like, there, there's never going to be a WWF logo on an ECW fucking pay per view, and it's on there. And they're like, oh fuck, shit. <laughs> whoops, whoops. But uh, Steve, and then Stevie Richards comes. Yeah. That was a quick cup of coffee with WCW. You want to get paid tonight? Go do a super kick. All right. Does it make sense? Nope. Nice super kick. I I, I get paid. Stevie kick has always been nice. I love the Stevie kick. Fuck. I gave it a D. (laughs) Fuck. I gave the match a C. You know what? It would have been a B, but that finish was fucked. Like, there was just way too much shit going on in that finish. Which minute of the, like, 10 billion minutes that that finish took... What it seemed like. When did it get fucked to you? Um, when this, when that fucking second ref came in, because it made no sense to me. Like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> no one's from the FBI in this match. What, yes, what's happening? Yes, are you with RVD? <laughs> did Bill Alfonso pay you off? Like, I don't know, and like nothing came of it. And I'm just like, okay. Did Guido have a bet in this match? Maybe. I bet you Guido didn't though. <laughs> Two separate guys. <laughs> Um, so after interference from fucking everybody, RVD hits a five-star frog splash on a trash can onto Dreamer. Makes sense. And I thought that was, like, actually, and then they counted, so I thought that was actually the finish, and I was going to score this a D. It was going to drop down two points for me. And then, and then they announced it was a no contest, so it went back up to a C. Yes. When I originally thought that RVD won because... Stevie, was it Bill Alfonso made the count or whatever? And I was like, okay, I... Wait, this was a no contest? This, this ended in a no contest. News yeah. to me, I put RVD as the winner. Nope. Nope, it was a no contest. Which makes sense because there's no ref. It had to end in a no contest. Bill Alfonso can't fucking make the count? But what is he, tried. Larry Zabisco? Can't go through this again. I can't do it. Hmm. Next. So they made it get a no contest because of... Wow. So that I gave actually him, makes sense. I gave him props because like they, they somehow turned around the clusterfuck into something that, that makes actually sense. Makes sense. Hmm. Next match <laughs> is a tables and ladders match. You're such a grandpa. <laughs> Between Sabu and Sandman. What? Sabu wins by pitfall at twenty minutes and fifty five oh, seconds. Well here we go. Oh motherfucker. Before what? I let Ben go. Oh fuck. Can you fire me? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Why does ECW have to say that something's a tables and ladders match? Every fucking match is a tables and ladders match. And they're using like Home Depot's cheapest right? ladders. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, what differentiates this match from any other match we've seen? The only difference is, is that the that. Well, no, no. The 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 staff around the ring set up the ladders for them. That's, nice. That's the only thing I could tell. Sure, it wasn't the fans. It might have been. They might have brought the fucking ladders for all I know. That could be why they're so cheap. Bring, bring a table and enter for free. But like, I was just like, what the fuck, ECW? Like, this makes no sense. No sense. And it, why are you having a tables and ladders match without something hanging? Yeah, shit. Ben, yeah, really. Tell me about it. Tell me all your thoughts. Oh god. On God. That's a song. Okay. Sandman's entrance is half an hour, <laughs> even when he's already at ringside. Yes. 
Sabu interrupting Sandman's entrance makes him front runner right now for top performer. Just, did nobody tell Sandman that he could have the smoke before going out to the ring? <laughs> like, or the beer? You know, like, like yeah, crack it in the back, cool, then go out and wrestle. I don't fucking care, but don't do it out there. Like, my my fiancé was watching most of this with me, and she sees Sandman come out, she goes, the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Again, my fiancé doesn't watch wrestling. This, this match felt so indie. And that's not a good thing. It felt very indie promotion. Okay, first spot I'm going to go. <laughs> the Sandman leaping over and doing a Hail Mary with the ladder off to Sabu <laughs> and missing him. <laughs> What's even better is they show at the end of the match it in slow motion. <laughs> and doesn't he like grab the ladder Holy at the end and like kind of like pull it quickly into him to try to make it look like he hit him? And there's this one spot where Sabu does like the Arabian like guillotine like side leg clothesline thing, <laughs> but he misses. <laughs> but he misses, and at the last second, he like kicks him in the face with. I'm just like leg side clothesline. The the, the leg <laughs> like the guillotine leg is the guillotine oh, leg uh, drop like little guido. <laughs> not not quite. No, okay, a guillotine, guido team, guido team. It's a guillotine leg drop. <laughs> um. <laughs> Great guillotine leg drop. Guillotine. 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 Great guillotine leg drop by Sandman to the table, whiffing completely on Sabu. <laughs> you should have memories of this. Remember that match of playing 2K and you jumped and went through a table and Vader the was amount, like, The that? amount of misses that Sandman has in this match. Sandman was having a match with the ladder and the tables, and Sabu just happened to be there. Why is this? This is why you don't drink during your entrance. <laughs> like, this is the one drink we've seen him have. I mean, after the five or six more he's had before. I mean, when Austin, Steve Austin does his beer shit at the end, at least it all pours down his shirt. And it's after the match. He doesn't yes. have to do his moves. <laughs> um... Okay, I said this about New Jack already, but everything Sandman does in this match fucking sucks. Like, running the ropes. You <laughs> can't even do that. Um, I, I don't even know what to call half these spots. Maneuvers! <laughs> yes, <laughs> that besmirches the good name of maneuvers. <laughs> Look at this maneuver! He misses that maneuver! What a maneuver! <laughs> No, 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 no. See, the the maneuver concept watches this shit and goes in and no, this ain't me. Um, Sandman whips and misses Sabu again with the somersault onto the table. Again, misses him. Um, superplex onto a ladder. Why? Why not? You're asking the wrong Well, I, I guess if they've done all this other shit up until why this not? point, why not? Um, You're asking the wrong question. And then... Buddy. And then Sandman then trips over the botched slingshot ladder spot. And I, now we have fork stabbing coming into play. <laughs> um, Especially when he stabbed his own hand. When it dealt, bring I up mean, the fork. <laughs> I, was really, I mean, I was really worried that this match was going to get really shitty. Um, <laughs> the dog shit was nearly endless in this match. Like... What wrestling school do you have to go to to master fork stabbing? Abdullah Butcher. Yeah, obviously. 
So nowhere. Awesome. That sullies the good name of Abdullah the Butcher, sir. <laughs> sir. Butcher. <laughs> It's like you try to separate the words, but they roll off so well. Butcher, sir. Butcher, sir. I sound like sad man. I had a few big drinks before this. Oh, my God. I wish I had drinks watching this match. Um, we need to end this I podcast. I Lose it. I wouldn't have remembered half this shit. F. Dave. Fucking F. Okay, so here we go. Salmon hits Sabu with an elbow. And then hits his own head on a ladder. <laughs> Most of Sandman's offense hurt him more. This right? whole match. Right? Uh, Sandman legit cannot throw elbow strikes. He looked like Shanman punching. Just, uh, Yep. I'm like, oh god. Shanman? Shanman. Shanman. This is the episode where we just like cut words now. Gito, like, Gito, the Gito team, baby. We cut and paste words here. Yeah. Sandman light drops himself through a table. Barely touching Sabu. Uh, terrible execution of the ladder top rope spot to the outside by Sabu and Salmon laying on the table. Uh, you guys saw that spot? Yep. yep. Where he was basically trying to like <sighs> Shawn Michaels it with the ladder and misses completely. <laughs> uh, Sabu hits a diving sidekick and then lands face first on the ladder. Oh. I, I, watching this match was like watching two backyard wrestlers who are drunk trying to wrestle. Yeah. Like, there's a spot where I showed my TikTok where Sandman's on the top rope. That's, Sorry, Sabu hits Sandman on the top the rope. About and Sandman, like, I'm going to hit the ropes. And then he rolls over the ladder, sits down, and then Sabu's like, all right, I'm going to throw a ladder at you, <laughs> and misses. And I'm like... This is ECW. Right here. Nonsensical. No psychology. No story. But most importantly, no proper execution of anything. And I'm, from here on, scared to review ECW reviews. Like, I just don't want to no more. I have three more notes um, if, when Dave's done. I give it an F. Kate. You had your My, hold on. No, I actually had two games <laughs> Um... My fiance um, just uh, went upstairs, used the restroom, changed into her, you know, lounging clothes, her sweat, her sweatpants, and everything. And then when she came back down, went to wash her face, you know, get comfortable. She came back down. She said, "This match is still on." Yes, it and went for twenty minutes and fifty-five seconds because we're not allowed nice things in this world. They're applauding Sandman at the end. Well, he stupid. Fans. Listen, wait. He had a match with Sabu. He had a match with the table. He had a match with the ladder. He had a match with the fucking self. He faced four guys. And botched against every single one. Yeah, opponent. but he still got hurt. By himself. <laughs> By himself. Hey, hey. Don't you do that. And Joey Styles says, Sandman has nothing to be ashamed of. Wrong. Wrong. That is all wrong. Okay. He has everything to be ashamed of in this. Um, are you done? <laughs> if Sandman had heat... <laughs> Is that done? Did Sandman have heat with other wrestlers through his career, like in the late 90s? Huh. I don't know. Well, he should have. <laughs> I I'm, I know when he came to WWE for the WWE... He better have had heat. There's I know, a reason I, why he wasn't around long. I know, like, 
we're sh- shitting on Sadman, but like, let's not pretend that Sabu was hitting all his moves either. He was missing. Well, he his... was hitting all his moves just through the table. In the Sadman line. was he... a lot more amplified, though. But for all the things we shit on Sadman about, Sabu was doing almost as many. Sabu is disqualified from Tool Night because he interrupted his intro, though. Uh, I will say, and I was saying this off air, and you guys laughed at me. But Sandman catching Sabu doing a springboard into an electric chair drop, I thought was pretty cool. Or it was Or lucky. It was just a mistake that happened. But it still (laughs) happened. It wasn't meant to be an electric chair drop. And you know what? Maybe Sandman decided in the middle of the match that he was going to try something new and do a move properly. Which he did not do. Yeah, Sabu landed safe. Ish. By chance. By chance. Ish. (laughs) Ish. Uh, Sabu hits an atomic Arabian leg drop with the ladder on Sandman to win. This match was a clusterfuck. I gave it an F. This was... So thank you guys for putting your bodies on the line for a, a triple F. Good exactly. Job. Exactly. Alright, our next match is Bam Bam Bigelow facing Shane Douglas for the ECW title. Bam Bam's the champ going in and Douglas wins the title by pinfall at 25 minutes and 2 seconds. Dave, what were your thoughts? Nice power slam by Bam Bam. I don't know when that happened, like how long into the match, because I was taking notes for the first of a while. Because I was like, I was trying to feel it out, like, okay, what's the story they're trying to tell here? You know what was nice about, story? You know what was nice about this match? They didn't use weapons for a very long time. I get to that. Um, very nice. Nice powerbomb spot through the table, but the best part was the build to the spot. Yes, they built to it because yes! Shane Douglas could not get any offense. So when he did get an offense, it was a powerbomb through a table. And I was like, oh, okay, this is good. Like, they're telling the Shane Douglas underdog story because they're in his hometown. So I was like, this is going to get good. I'm enjoying this. Uh, uh, Payback powerbomb through the table by Bam Bam on the outside. I was like, I like this because that's only two table spots, but they made sense. They made him count. Joey mentioned he doesn't want the match to end via DQ. Yet we see Bam Bam beat Douglas with a crutch. What would result in a DQ in this match? And I thought there was no DQs in ECW. So that's where I was like, okay, now I'm confused. We yeah. saw him go you through tables. You legit have to use a shotgun on the like, guy to be DQ'd. And even then. If there's a felony involved, disqualification. <laughs> I would think so. Okay. Um, Good to know. Then don't employ New Jack. Yeah, I was going to um, say, the New <laughs> Jack cannot work in this company. I gave this match a C. Because mm-hmm. it told a great story. It was a little too long. If it was a it shorter match, I probably would have given it a B. But it did go on long. Um, I like the story that Francine was telling on the outside with her pelvic injury, which was bent over. She was talking to Shane, saying, just do a little more. Yeah. And I'm like, if she's I got had this volume on, and Claudia walked in, and it was like hearing her say, just do a little more. Last a little longer. She'd be confused with what I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's like volume down. But she was telling the story, like, you can handle this. Go get it. You can do this. Mm. And he does it. He By golly, it. it was a good underdog story. By gosh darn it, he did yeah, it. it was a, I thought, honestly, this was probably the best way to go home. Because I was like, thank you. If I, if we only had three matches in this pay-per-view. Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, jeez. Ben? I can't stand some of these camera angles that they use. Because they're so shaky and jittery. Like It just it drove me insane. Every fourth camera view. Okay, I'm pretty sure that when you have a fracture in your pelvis, you can't crouch down. Like, Do you know that for a fact? Have you had a fracture I, in your pelvis, sir? 
I've had a severely strained groin, and I can't do that stuff. Well, maybe Francine's tougher than you. She could be. Yep. She, well, she had heels on, too. That's right. She could be. That's right. Better uh, calves than you, for sure. Well, yeah. Definitely I give her that. Oh. Whoa! Uh, on which point? Yeah, which point? The, the toughness or the calves? I, I think that he's tougher and he has lovely calves. Let's just be, let's be honest. Let, We're comparing you to a woman, state. Ben. Let the record <laughs> state that that is Ben's fiance. So these these a little bit biased, statements could be a little bit biased. And I'm, I'm hoping that... And we've you... been together for over seven years as well. So uh... that stuff should have... Kind of going away, right but it hasn't. Mm. I'll be the judge of your. Cast. We are comparing you to Francine, though. <laughs> so it's like you want to be better, but you had doubt you wouldn't be. And Caitlin saying so made you feel good about yourself. That's concerning, Ben. <laughs> no, it's not. Did you have doubts that you'd be weaker than Francine and have weaker calves than Francine? No. Yes, I'm just saying. That just yes, proves my. I'm not concerned. Keep on going on. Sorry, I'm not concerned. All right, he's concerned for sure. Get on with it, Guido. This is where you quit the podcast, Ben. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is the point. I can't remember what my next note was. Read it. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just read it, Ben. Come on, man. <laughs> Our listeners are waiting for you to read your note. This, yeah. Our, our eight listeners are <laughs> waiting on my every word. Okay. You're they're not smarter than that. They're by their microphones going, <gasps> Say it, Ben. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> this one guy's Say it. Read the note. <laughs> this match, Ugh. at least it had some direction, some purpose, a point, a story told, a great pop in the end. And some wrestling sense to it. It's like they both were influenced by the DB, uh, the DBS product, right? Well, I mean, With their training and education. I always thought ECW was better off for having Bam Bam Bigelow on their roster. And it was good for him too. Yeah, because he wasn't being used well in WWE. No. Or WCW. Um. Did you forget the next one? It was an okay finish to a shit stain event. This event was a <laughs> shit stain. November to this remember, the, yeah. The, the what, final what, wipe. November, okay. What's what's a good uh, what's a good thing to follow up with? Forget the event to forget. Uh, I don't know. You know, November to remember, but it's not I worth remembering. Think. So you want to forget it. It ever happens. You know. You know what I mean. You put me in the spot. I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't yeah, mean no. either. It's kind of popped in my this head. This is why we don't work for Vince McMahon. Nope. <laughs> we don't have... And just because you know that's what he asked them. He's like, "What you got, pal?" And um, the guy's like, uh, 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 you're fired. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. It kind of sounded like a combination of like Paul Heyman <laughs> imitating Vince McMahon there. Hey, Arna, what do you got, pal? Yeah, there you Just go. doing the thing. <laughs> Get it. We know I can't do Dusty Rhodes, so. No. Although that, that one time you like. I tried. And unintentionally did it almost. Yeah, well. Thank you to Shane Douglas and Bam Bam for ending the event on a good note. And thank you to, to Tommy and Chris for starting it on yes. a good note. Yes. I gave it a C. I also gave this match a C. Um, tremendous selling by Shane Douglas. Mm-hmm. Like as uh, Did you ever I, a match for him? I don't I don't recall him ever being a face. 
Well, just getting a beat down the entire match yeah. like that—that's different. For and, him. and his I selling don't know if I'm being either. Yeah, and his selling was on point. Uh, Dynamic dudes. Oh yeah, I guess. Um, Bam Bam, uh, great heel work by him. Mm-hmm. You know, and and going into the match, like granted, it's in Pittsburgh, so Shane Douglas is going to be the face, but. Bat, like going into the feud, Douglas is the heel and Bam Bam is the face. And they swapped for tonight and it worked perfectly. Douglas reverses a powerbomb into a belly-to-belly through a table and chair to win. Really cool finish. Um, after him, like he just got his ass beat the entire match. Yep. Only hit two belly-to-bellies and one powerbomb through a table. Really. That's really all he did. And just survived. That's one little asterisk thing with me with Shane W. Your finisher is the belly to belly in ECW. Most powerful move ever. But it stands out in a crowd of where finishers are all fucking chair shots and shit. <laughs> it really does stand out. But a belly to belly will just be fuck you. you up. The belly better is better than what he calls a franchise. Remember that move? Oh, that was awful. Where it was like a forward, a reverse facing stunner and he just drops him on the shoulder. Yeah, that was, was brutal. He didn't necessarily call called a franchise. I hated that move. Uh, so yeah, I gave this I gave this match a C. It's better to forget. Solid work by these guys. All right, Ben, give me your awards and the score. Uh, score was a three out of ten. Okay, I bumped up RVD and Tommy Dreamer again. Okay, it's pretty bad that that happened because Jesse had explained it to you, which is. A fail on ECW's part. That is a fail on ECW's part, yes. ECW should explain it for you better. Well, I couldn't put Tommy Dreamer and RVD in the same categories at four-way dance, giving them the same mark. I'm like, no. Like, Dreamer and RVD were way better than that. Um... Sorry. (laughs) We need need to get on video so we can see all Ben's mannerisms. The Bennerisms. Yes. Right? T-shirts. And then we can show off his calves and we can really know. <laughs> show calves. We can really know. We can the calf off. We all do it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't... Did you just wait? Did Roy do that? <laughs> wasn't bully racing in TNA his calves at one point. Yeah, because everyone makes fun of him for his small calves. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's constantly ripped for it. Alright. <laughs> um, my tool tonight was Sandman. What? 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 <laughs> That guy hit himself more than he hit Sandman. Yeah, how about how about the table? You know, exactly. He had an opponent. He had four opponents, <laughs> and he botched all four. Five, including himself. No, no, no. This is worth some opponents. Botched Sabu, himself. Ladder, table, and himself. Four, oh, four. Yeah, and he smoked a cigarette and drank a beer before the match. That's too. right. So that's even more impressive. Those are his managers. I don't. How is that? <laughs> I just fuck you with you. Keep on okay. running. His big skill is chugging a beer. Yeah. And smoking. <laughs> Surprisingly <laughs> enough, he didn't botch those. Um, performers, Joey Styles, because he did commentary start to finish and was spot on the entire night. Whoa. I thought so. He was styling and profiling. Woo. I wonder what his calf situation is like. Oh, Joey Styles now. <laughs> Can we talk about the calves some more? <laughs> Alright, next episode is like a running theme. Yeah, next week, top five calf wardrobes. <laughs> don't be- say that. And, and it'll just be Ben. Because we don't do it. It'll just be him. I guess how it. he keeps those calves going. <laughs> Lots of walking. Really? That's what you got for us? <laughs> walking? Lots of walking. Oh, you're fucking lame. Dave, tell me. Tell oh, me. Tell my score or my yes. calf workout? No, well, oh. 
Listen, do, uh, do you want to do a lot of walking? Because that's <laughs> what you need to do. Uh, my my workhorse, I gave to Tom Tom and Rogers, because he's fantastic. Um, my tool, I gave to both Salmon and Sabu. Mm. They were both equally just. And the table and ladders just just skate by, hey. Yes, because they okay. were victims of this. Oh, okay, like, they fair. were the victims. They broke in that match. Okay, 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 fair. That's they did fair. their job. That's fair. Okay, right? okay, okay. Maybe, maybe not because tables aren't meant to break, but. My overall score, <laughs> 4 out of 10. <laughs> okay. And the only reason why it's that high is because of the main event, and RVD and Dreamer, and Tommy and Chris. And Taz and Pitbull. I was good. Okay, so I get, the like, same, I get the same score, 4 out of 10. And the reason why is that matches 1 through 4 all were C's. RVD, Tommy, Dreamer, C. Main event, C. The, on the, like... Six out of the eight matches were solid, but the other two matches were so, so bad. fucking bad that it took the mark from what should have been like maybe like a six out of ten or something like that, brought it down to a four because they're so fucking bad. My performer tonight I gave to Shane Douglas because that selling job was tremendous. That's a good point. Tremendous. And also it's probably recency bias because I give my award after the last match. I'm like, yeah, well, I just saw him. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Shane got a couple of tools before. Yes. So, yes, yeah, that pit bull, him. that pull, pit bull match comes to comes comes to mind. <laughs> the twenty minute and match. tool, as I mentioned earlier in the night, Bubba Ray Dudley, because that spot was just no. Isn't it kind of amazing that the worst matches on the card were by kind of like the elder statesmen of ECW brand? Yeah. yeah, isn't that that kind of ironic? That kind of is. Alright, so that's been our episode for this week. Next week, we'll be back with WWF Degeneration X in your house with the main event of Ken Shamrock versus Shawn Michaels for the title. Hopefully, Shamrock doesn't get screwed. Daddy! <laughs> okay, whoa. That was... <laughs> this ain't Pornhub. Let's not yeah. talk like that, okay? Are we still recording? Yes. Oh, of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got all that. <laughs> that's a new question now. Are we still recording? <laughs> Well, can't top that. Have a great week, everybody.